0: Did <laughs> a Welcome to that one scary film on Netflix podcast, the podcast where I, your host Gregory, reminisce, monologue, and talk about that one movie I watched from Netflix. Thank you for joining me on this, the premiere episode, and if you made it through that opening theme, you're a stronger person than I am. So this week, uh, the last scary movie I think I watched was The Black Phone, uh, which starred Mason Thames as Finney Blake. Uh, he is a young teenager who gets abducted. Um, Madeline McGraw is Gwen, that's Finney's sister. Jeremy Davies is Terrence, who is the abusive, alcoholic father of Finney and Gwen. And most of you probably remember him as Private Toffler from the uh, 1999 Mexican-American war drama, Ravenous. Uh, and then it also had James Ransone as Max, who is like a kind of a high-hezekite wannabe detective... And Ethan Hawke is the grabber, uh, whose name is actually really clever, given that his role in the movie is being a guy that, like, grabs kids. Uh, Obviously, there are also a few kids and a couple detectives that are in the movie, and I don't really name everybody, so we're moving on. Now, the marketing in this movie made me think it was going to be kind of a super scary supernatural movie with, you know, like ghosts and all kinds of weird spooky stuff. But in reality, it was kind of not so scary. Uh, there was some supernatural stuff going on that didn't really make the movie scarier, though. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's set in the late 1970s in a suburb of Denver, which I'm assuming is the one in Colorado, uh, back in a time when children were allowed to roam the streets at all hours of the damn night without any sort of parental supervision. Um, I do Didn't really like the, like, opening titles. It had a lot of fast cuts, weird visuals. It's trying to introduce us to, you know, what was going on. Um, So, you know, we get some information fed to us about missing kids in the area. We get set up to meet our main character. Um, Now, Finney is a pitcher for a Little League team, and his sister, who is uh, his sister, and the daughter of his mother and father, Um, that's Gwen. Uh, We also get, you know, a little life uh, with their abusive father. We learn that their mother's no longer with them, which is presumably what led to Terrence being, uh, you know, an abusive drunk. Not a great dude from what we see of him in this flick, but his kids love him and they feel like they have to take care of him. That's, I don't get it, but, you know, whatever. Um, So, yeah, the the movie starts on a baseball game where uh, Finney's pitching to Bruce, um, who, you know, knocks a home run on it, and it's, you know, we we you know we're introduced to Bruce who's actually one of the first victims of the grabber um and after this we also figure out that this school is probably the most violent school in the universe and probably every 45 minutes or so a kid is bleeding from their fucking head um but thankfully Finney has Robin who is the toughest guy in the school and his friend and protector but Robin gets kicked so much ass, and then gets also taken by Mr. Grabby Hands, which leaves Finney alone to get his shit pushed in by the militant wing of the Disney Channel. Um, his sister tries to bonk somebody with a rock, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, the movie's going forward, so eventually Finney gets took by the Snatchy Fingers guy. Now, the grabber, uh, as Ethan Hawke as the grabber, I really appreciated his performance. Uh, it was kind of weird, which I'm into... And uh, he had these kind of cool interchangeable masks with, like, different tops and bottoms based on his mood. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it it was neat. Um, He also is apparently very rich because he owns, you know, a house in which he can build a giant fucking soundproof room in the basement. Uh, But he is too poor to have a black phone removed from the room. So the room that Finney's stuck in... Has, like, a single window, a mattress on the floor, and a black phone on the wall. Um, the grabber's like, oh, it's disconnected. I think it rang once, but it was probably just static electricity. Um, yeah, Finney picks it up to try, you know, he's, he's stuck in a fucking room. He's gonna try and call somebody. Obviously, here's not but silence. Um... I won't get too far into the plot until we get into like the details space, which is where I talk about stuff that, you know, you might want, not, bleh, you might not want ruined for you. Now, I will say overall, I did like pretty much everybody's performances in this. Um it was a pretty weird movie overall. Like everybody's performances kind of felt a little weird to me. Um but the kids were you know, mostly pretty good. Uh, And I really appreciated some of the ways it was shot. Uh, I very much felt like I was a part of what was going on. It was easy for me to let myself go and get pulled in. Um, And, you know, when we were outside with the kids, I wanted to make sure I was home before the streetlights came on. Now, what did resonate less with me was Finney gets locked in this small room and it's established that Finney's kind of a pushover. Um, he, he, He was being very resolute for somebody that was kind of a wimp throughout the rest of the movie. Uh and without Finney really conveying that he felt hopeless, I also did not really feel hopeless. It would have been nice to 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 feel a little more fear of the villain, but I didn't really get that even that like dread that I expected and would have liked. Um once we get into things uh for Finny, Gwen and the grabber, it'll get a little spoilery, so I'm gonna I'm gonna head down to the uh the spoiler I'm the details space, uh, but for now, I'm, I'm just gonna give my review. Now, am I gonna recommend you watch it, think about it, or ignore it? I did have a lot of fun with it throughout, and I don't blame any of the actors for my lack of Fear of the Grabber. It looked good, it wasn't constantly too dark to see anything, and it, it was at least visually something that I wanted to pay attention to. Um, and you know, every part of the movie, I felt like I was a part of the action. I didn't feel like I was just watching stuff happen. I felt trapped in the room. I felt like I was outside with the kids. I felt like I was sitting on the lap of a creepy guy in his kitchen while he watched the stairs in a scary mask. Um, Ethan Hawke did a great job being a fucking weirdo. Finney was really good for a child actor and, and pretty much all the cast kept things feeling good and moving along nicely. Um, Now, uh, I'm part of a Discord for another podcast that's trying to rip off my style, and they gave this a cue it, some of the people in the Discord, but they are dead wrong. This one does get a watch it from me, though it was pretty close to a think about it, but the strength of the acting and the cinematography and even some of the direction choices make this movie one that I I definitely recommend to people. Um, So if you want to wait just a minute, stick with me. I'm going to get into some of the finer points, a couple of the finer points. Obviously, this is going to be a short one. Uh, but then I'll close this bad boy out. So I'm going to head down to the details space now. All right, so now I'm in my details space, and I don't think it's too much of a shock, but the black phone actually rings in this movie. Wild, right? Um, we get to have some conversations with the dead kids that the grabber killed, and um, you don't really, it would have been nice for the kids to live, but you know, whatever, kill some kids. It's, you got to kill some kids to make a movie, an omelet, whatever. Um, so they call and they're kind of confused. Like, I don't know who I am. Who are you? And Finney is, Finny knows who they are because one of them is his friend, Robin. One of them's Bruce from the baseball game. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're a bunch of fucking kids that are all, they're, yeah, they get kidnapped and they talk to Finney and they all give him little tidbits about how he could escape the room. Um, and I liked how all of those got kind of put together and he used a bit of each of these attempts in finally killing the grabber and getting the fuck out. Uh, it felt like I was kind of watching a weird, spooky JRPG or, you know, a more interesting version of the puzzles from resident evil. Um, but yeah, like the little bits where, you know, he got the wire from under the wall. He got he dug a hole under the fucking floor. He got into the meat locker, stuff like that, and then he used bits of all of that to finally put an end to the little fucking shithead grabby guy. It was neat. Um, the, so some of the other stuff, some of the stuff I didn't really like. Like, the fucking ghost kids were super cool on the phone, but there were some weird uses of them. The biggest example was Finny wakes up to the sound of, like, drip, 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 and obviously it's going to be fucking blood, right? Um, it would have been much cooler if he decided, or like, if he discovered the dead body of one of his friends in there. But, uh, no, it was just a tortured, hovering fucking ghost, which felt kind of idiotic. Like, what was the point in that? What, was, what ties that to the rest of the movie? I didn't really feel it was necessary. Um... It was not great. Um, The Grabber having Max as his brother also felt a little unnecessary. Max wasn't used for very much. He didn't really need to be there. Uh, But at the same time, it would have been cool if they used him more. I think that him being in the movie more would have made it better. Um, Max interacting with Gwen would have been good in helping discover where these fucking kids were, but instead Max has this like epiphany where, oh my God, my brother's the grabber. Uh, and he decides to finally go out down into the scary basement and he sees Finney down there, right? And he's like, oh, come on, let's get out of here, dude. And, uh, Matt, uh, Finney's like, no, I'm, I'm so, no, no, no. And then, you know, karate chop with an ax right into Max's head fucking the grabber killed his own damn brother like a chump from behind no less and then you know of course i'm a bad guy so i'll say look what you made me do um yeah it was yeah um i did also appreciate that uh it was the ghosts and finny that finalized the, the you know killing the grabber um, it was the people that were most affected by him were the ones that resolved the issue with the sister's psychic dreams and talking to the police. It felt like it might've ended up with the police showing up and rescuing him at the last minute. Um, but Finney got his, you know, he got the coming of state age story. That's just so common among today's children. You get kidnapped, you talk to your dead friends for a while, and then you strangle a dude to death with a length of wire. Like that's such a, a common experience for modern America that it, it I'm glad they did it that way so that other kids know that this is a normal part of growing up. Um, but yeah, so I'm really tired of committing to this bit. And um, I'm going to be done with that. So thank you very much for joining me. And this is your host, Gregory, signing off.